0: Jamie Sumner left guard from 1994-95 and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here with Big Cass. Big Cass, man, what a what a day at the shoe yesterday, my guy. I know you were there for probably like 20 hours. So I I think you had probably the longest day there of anyone, but it was bro. The weather was amazing. Uh, The Buckeyes played great. 10 out of 10 experience, I would say.
0: Yeah. The crowd was in it the whole game. I think Ryan day pregame getting them juiced up. um, I heard like he was in the uh, huddle. He was just going nuts. Ryan day possessed. And when Ryan days possessed, the team goes possessed and, um I know a lot of people were, I'm sure was worried when it went up 14 when um when it was 14 it was what 14 to 3 or something like that yeah and, and western kentucky had that long drive um there should have been a few holding penalties cuz I was watching the game this morning and boom first play 75 yards Kyle McCord. that set the tone for the rest of the game uh, it was the 75-yard touchdown pass, um, Kyle McCord to uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., and then the rest was history for that game. Um, everybody played extremely well. Um, we know who our one-two punch running backs are, and it's Chip Tranum and Travion Henderson. I think out of the two, out of the three or four that we've seen, they're running better than I, – I don't – I think Mayan should have went pro last year. I really do. Uh, I, I think, think we'll Mayen. use
1: Mayan. I think Mayan's going to be special situations. I think he, yeah. he still has a role, but I think uh, the way Ryan Day's offense, it, it's Chip and Travion. They fit his style the best right now, but Mayan will get used. Um, just not as much. Yeah, I do agree. He might have been better off going pro last year, Cass. And my thing is, is what's,
0: what's the deal with Dallin Hayden? Are we going to redshirt him this year? Um. Try to register him this year. What did Dallin yeah. Hayden
1: do to Ryan Day? Because like, why is he not playing at all? I mean, I I don't think it. I don't
0: think it's. I think there's a. I think there's a game plan, a long term yeah. game plan for him. Um, whether it's him redshirting this year and him being the featured back next year, because you think Chip's gone, Trey's gone, and so is mine. Yeah.
1: It would makes it would make sense. Uh, Evan Pryor got some touches, which was good to see. He looked. Yeah, I got you know, a he, picture
0: of his helmet too.
1: Yeah, he looked. He looked healthy again, somewhat. Three carries, twelve yards. I mean, it was great to see him. Castman, um, McCord. McCord looks like though he's really beginning to fit into this offense. Nineteen of. Uh, 23, so only four incompletions. the 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 worst one was on the first drive when he sailed the guy. Or and then mm-hmm. uh, you were there on the sideline. Did you hear Ryan Day say it to him, or like what did Ryan Day say? Because
0: apparently he mouthed something. Well, I don't know what he said on the TV coming off, but I will tell you, <laughs> he was he was laying into Kyle McCord and the wide receivers um i think it was the one that one play where it was sailed and it, yeah he was wide open but i think on the sidelines where i was behind the bench um there was some explaining that was going on and apparently there was a call and Ryan Day said, was yelling at i don't know who he was yelling at uh, but apparently um somebody ran the wrong route was and, it Fleming? Because Fleming was a receiver on that play. Yeah, because he was wide open. Uh huh. But Fleming, and I think if you watch the rewatch the game, I think Fleming ran the right route. But of course, you know Ryan Day is going to go with his quarterback. I think if you looked at the, if you looked at the play and the way he overthrew him, he wanted that little that little ten yard flag post mm. like towards the sidelines instead of that hitch of what Fleming ran. But if you look at it, if it's, a, if it's a wide receiver option play where the wide receiver is going to read what the DB is going to do. If the DB cuts his body to go out to the sidelines,
1: yeah. he's going to run that hitch. So I think they could, have seen, they could have seen two different things.
0: Yeah. Basically, it sounds like. He, yeah, either way, Ryan Day was yelling and screaming at somebody. I actually have the live picture where I took that picture. And that split second you can hear Ryan Day yelling and I wish I I wish I got a video of it, but I would have kept that to myself. That you know. Gotta love iPhones and their live photos. <laughs> you can press it and you can but you can yeah, hear Ryan oh yeah. Day yelling.
1: I love it. Yeah, I Cass, I was able to see you actually. I saw you on the sidelines all the way from the nosebleeds. I was able to – because you're easy to – I was able to figure out because I saw what you were wearing. I knew where you were. Um, I saw you look great on the Ohio State sideline Cass Marvin Harrison Jr. can continue to be a monster. I thought he was going to go over 200 yards, but he only finished with 126 yards. Um, That big touchdown, though, was like that was the what kind of broke the floodgates open. I think once we do that, and like once once Western Kentucky had to really like after that play, I feel like they really were kind of almost really keying him. It opened everything else up.
0: I tell you what, yeah, it has, and I think what's happening is is the timing and the emergence of Cade Stover. The timing and the relationship Cade Stover has with uh, um, Kyle McCord and Julian Fleming has leveled up. A lot of people say they want that deep threat third down and that deep, that third wide receiver. No. Why not have for a young starting quarterback like Kyle McCord have that Mr. Reliable. If I need five, six yards, I'm going to get it to him. Uh, uh, Julian Fleming. And that's what Fleming has been. Well, and then. I think that's what's in the last two games has freed up. Marvin Harrison and Emeka
1: Abuka. Yeah, I was going to say, because that, I, I rather have Julian Fleming's not that type of player. Julian Fleming's always been an outside type of player, but like Emeka had two touchdowns on the day, too. And he, he was playing fantastic as well. So I thought, I mean, Julian Fleming, the stat she doesn't, didn't reflect it, but he had some catches and he probably, he had that other catch that obviously we were talking about prior with the miscommunication. Like that, that, that should have been a catch. Cardinal Tate, though, also really impressed me, Cass. Um, you know, that, that touchdown from Devin Brown, that was the best throw I've seen Devin Brown make all year. And it was, you know, it was great because of the overhead. Um, so I was really excited by that. But it, great throw, great catch. Carnell Tate, too, does look like, though, he is um, still continuing to develop, which is a great sign.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw a little bit of Noah Rogers out there. Uh, wonder why, I mean, what did Jaden, it's like Dallin Hayden and Jaden Ballard are the two that were like, what have they done? What did they do? The Ryan Day, like, yeah. That's the...
1: at, at least Ballard, though, he's he's like a gunner on the special teams. So, like you'll you'll see yeah. him still.
0: Yeah. Um. I I think again, like in this offense, um, we're seeing a lot of two tight end sets. Whether it's what well, Joe Royer was in street clothes, um, and then G Scott Jr. has really emerged. He's had a couple few catches. Mm-hmm. I just think, um this offense once now that Kyle McCord settled can really start zoning in and re- he's reading the ball different. He's checking down, you know, the Julian Fleming when he has to, when um, he, and he's taking more chances too. And I think him being like, he definitely leveled up granted. Yes. We played Western Kentucky. It's going to be interesting to see how he devel- continues to develop against, you know, when we play Notre Dame, but we needed. He needed this game like this. And the off, in offensive line needed a game like this. Um, still, there's a three game streak we got going on with Joshua Sim, Josh Josh Simmons getting another false start slash holding. Um, <laughs> but I thought the offensive line. This game was nothing but a confidence game, and they played angry. This offensive line played a, a very very well. But I will tell you. You could tell they're angry because when I was on the sidelines in the second half and there was a few times where we went, there was a couple times where we didn't pick up a first down. Um, Carson Hensman and Josh Fryer slammed their helmets down on the uh, little poles that hold the helmets because they were angry. And I and I, you know what? I loved it. I loved it.
1: No, that's good. I saw I saw Matthew Jones. He was on the bike too and all that. So like the at least like the interior guys like they're 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 they're, they're passionate. So that's a great sign. Cast defensively, I was really I know we gave up 10 points. I was I was predicting I was projecting at least 17. I was I thought they were going to get two touchdowns. So the fact that we only gave up 10 to an offense like that, uh I thought it was really encouraging. And like The fact is the defense itself would have won if our offense didn't do anything because they scored two defensive touchdowns. So, like, we would have – our defense did its job. We would have won with our defense and only our defense,
0: which is crazy to think. I tell you what, they didn't record a sack, but JTT, he had a couple missed plays where, you know, know, a couple missed tackles and stuff like that. But how about Jack Sawyer and JTT setting the edge, putting so much pressure on – the quarterback regardless they didn't get home but that's what we needed out of jtt and jack sawyer is putting that pressure because we made the best passing offense yeah they look good at times in the short immediate intermediate throws but when it came to throwing the deep ball they put pressure on him and i think i thought jack sawyer and um jtt did a hell of a job um Regardless, they didn't record a sack, but they put the pressure. They did things that are not going to be on the stat sheet, and I know Buckeye fans are still trying to call them out of not getting home, but watch the film. Jack Sawyer and JTT did their jobs this week, forcing him out of the pocket and putting pressure on him and making him throw bad throws.
1: I thought – Because should have had four picks yesterday. I, I thought, too, dude, Denzel Burke continued to really, really – Yeah, I just got up. the tweet. Two, they to... just – Oh, who, okay. Yeah, he had two pass pass deflections, but I bet you he got a player of the game. That wasn't shocking. Yeah, me. defensive player.
0: Yeah, player defensive player of the game, according to Ohio State's Twitter X page. Now, uh, two pass breakups, one forced fumble, and one tackle. Like, yeah, he's playing at an all American level.
1: He really is, and it's it, it's. I'm glad he he and the corner room have, have taken the next step. Um, even Jordan Hancock emerged as like that third quarter. I know he got kind of toast cooked at the, on that one route, but he made up for it. He he hustled, and he forced a fumble. We can live with that. We can work with that. Like, that's a great effort.
0: I, I posed this qu- question to the El Presidente of the Silver Bullets and Blake Biscardi, and he's going to actually put this in his featured article for tomorrow. Um, has has Davidson and in- Igmanosan's transfer in leveled up Denzel Burke? I think so. I think so, too. And he recovered
1: a fumble. He, he even had a great game. He recovered the fumble from Hancock. Yeah.
0: In Davis and Igmanosin, not, and, not, and the rest of the DBs, what I like about this year is nothing is getting behind them. They're, I mean, playing,
1: granted, they're playing cohesive. They are actually playing as a team, too, if you notice, I think. Yeah.
0: And I, I think this week we're going to – I mean, obviously, I think – when we get more into it, but I think once we get into a team that's not going to like spread it out and throw it 40 times, we're going to see Sonny Styles more now. Mm-hmm. Um, during like those passing situations, it, it's going to be Hancock as the nickel corner, as the nickel corner, and then Davison and Denzel on the outside. Um, and that's crazy because
1: Sonny didn't even have a tackle yesterday, which was, is really surprising.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he's still going to play a lot. I think. Yeah. He's going to be the guy that you still need on the field for the bigger games. Um, but when, like, again, when you're going to play a team that's going to throw 40 times, it was one of those games where, okay, we can live without Sonny Styles, you know, not actually being on the field for 40 plus plays. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I agree. I think. A real unsung hero of the game cast was Steele Chambers, tackle for loss yeah. and an interception. I know Tommy usually gets he you know we kind of he gets overshadowed by Tommy. Tommy had a great game, like Tommy ten, Eichenberg what was it, level ten solo tackles. Yeah, for Tommy it was it was an absolutely on brand time Tommy Eichenberg game. Not his best, but like like his his like very good is better than so many people. Um, but I thought like Steele, uh, he was. You know, he was just there with Tommy to the spot, too. And he got rewarded with an interception and a tackle for loss, and he was flying to the ball. So I think Steele really impressed me yesterday.
0: Yeah, I, I think – I just think that the whole team, it, they from start to finish, played amazing. I, all phases of the football game, I thought special teams was really good. Uh, it just was a great team win. 63 points. My brother predicted it, right? He's te- he texted me around 1030 yesterday and said, I'd love to see Ohio State be up 42 to 10 at halftime. Sure enough, it was up 40, 42 to 10 at halftime. And, you know, my brother came out and said on one of the social media pages for the local news is around here and said, should I play the lottery? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Billy, you should. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I'll, I will say the losers of the game, is the OSU security. Oh, why? So, twice, twice. So, one of the runners had to go get Allison Williams from the hotel. Bringing her back, she got stopped, pulled out of the, not Allison, but the runner, got pulled out of the car, had to stop the car, and Allison and her security guard had to walk to the stadium from Lane Avenue Garage. Um. While they searched the vehicle, because you know they have certain times they have to be at the stadium, and like we showed them, you know, she showed them the fo- our fox, you know, say hey, we're fox crew, credentials and everything. The police still made them throw pass. And then about forty five minutes later, I get a call and say, hey, you need to go to West Lane Avenue Garage. You got to drive this car back because Jason venetti and Brock Heward are on their way to the stadium, walking to the stadium and what time was with their it? security. This was at three o'clock. Oh my goodness. Oh my Before kickoff. So I had to run all the way over there, and you talking, you know, and then of course the band was getting ready to cross. The red coach went and let me cross so I can get a shortcut. And so they get a big fat L's, the security. I have my credentials. I'm telling them that, hey, I'm picking up talent. I even told the Red Co- I was like, you want this damn game to be broadcasted? I have to go get the talent.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how can we – we can't have – literally, you can't have the game. If you, if you don't have, like, the Fox announcers, you literally cannot have the game. Like, that's the equivalent of not having, like, Ryan Day or uh, the Western Kentucky coach and, like, like, the band. Like, no, it cannot start until – they're here. That's insane. That's that's yeah. a major L. So I
0: gra- I'll go to Lane Avenue Garage. I get the car. I get the car, and of course I have to get, you know go wrap around. I get stopped. I don't get pulled out of the vehicle, but they sniff do this dog sniffing car, and then that's the local. That was the local. That was the local police. Like I think the yeah. campus police. As soon as I get to the Stadies, the I tell the Stadies I'm with Fox Sports. I need to get through I have important stuff which I did. I had I had a few things that were important for, you know, that were for um the talent because they didn't grab everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I needed to get over there quickly. As soon as as soon as they got to the stadium, I told them who I was. They stopped all foot traffic and I was able to drive my big ass Chevy Tahoe all the way down um on, uh, what's the road? That's uh, Woody Hayes Drive, all the way down uh, Woody yeah. Hayes Drive, get down there and buy the shoe, and they stop traffic. But as soon as I get down there to do that wrap around the shoe, people are walking, and I'm laying on my horn. I The, finally the, the traffic's like, probably
1: insane. Yeah, traffic's
0: insta- insane. Finally, a police officer's like, who are you? I was like, I'm with Fox Sports. I got important. And then he blows his whistle and says, move it. Get out of the way. Important thing. And, you know, Fox is coming through. It felt like I felt, I felt like the president of the United States, like, you know, once I got out of the Buckeye, out of uh, campus police, but, and then got to go get game day, get the, so I leave again. This is around after the first quarter. I have to go to Chick-fil-A, get every Fox's, uh, you know, strike, we call it strike meal. That means once we're off air, it's our last meal before we break down everything. And, and we're after Halftime, they shut down any entrance and exits to the stadium so that they can get ready for traffic when, you know, people leave. So the way they have it, I go down on Tanger River Road, go to the 3rd Street, Chick-fil-A, right there in Grandview. So I have to come down Lane Avenue, go up and around High Street, down Woodruff, and then finally back. It took me 25 minutes because Uber drivers... Decided they wanted to keep stopping to see if they can pick people up, and I couldn't get around them. I'm laying on the horn. Finally, I get around there, and the stadium, recognized who I was. Stopped traffic again for me. Stopped any foot traffic. Told told two Uber drivers to
1: move. Why would not they they just have the Chick fil A like catered?
0: Because um, it's really weird that the reason why they don't. Okay. That's what you know. That's what yeah. that's what I get paid for, anyways. True, true, true. I'm just like hmm. so. But OSU security, and I get why they were really strict because of that lady last week that was killed. That was near campus, whatever.
1: It was actually, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It was everywhere near campus they did so on the way home from the game they had all the local columbus and I, we, we just we just went off and of not talking football for like five minutes but like um all they had literally every block like it was still from, part of game day right it, yeah it, it was from like literally from like pearl street summit and fourth and it was like from like 12th to like all the way to 15th, there was a cop on every corner of every street, a cop car with like two cops. So like the cops were out and like, I, there was a big security presence. So it was safe. I mean, they did it. They did a good job keeping it safe, but like, let's keep it all so convenient.
0: (laughs) Especially if you see somebody
1: with, especially if you see
0: somebody with a Fox crew sign, it's not fake. Like literally like. Could be. Could be. but when the talent is in the car with you, I you know, mind man. I, 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 that's what it's I told my good. boss, though. I was like, if that was Gus that,
1: Johnson, oh, my. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Tennessee Jeff might be a target of the Taliban. Maybe, yeah. maybe Tennessee <laughs> Jeff ought to be Ohio
0: State Security.
1: The, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so overall, let's hand out some Buckeye um, for the game, one special – we got – both of us give out a – we get one special teams, and then each of us give out a defense and an offensive player. So three total. Um, yeah, so last week you did the special teams. This week I'll do special teams. And I'm going with uh, fielding, the kicker. Um, I think every kickoff was a touchback, and I believe he – and, he of course, he made all of his um, – hmm. Um, he made all of his uh, extra points, so he. I think he had a real nice day. Special teams, the kicker, place kicker, uh, fielding. Um, he gets my Buckeye leaf. I'm well, gets get... the Buckeye leaf for special teams.
1: Oh, so we're giving out three, like three total, or three, or like three each. Um, six total or three each, or
0: I think we total? did. I think we what we've been doing is five total. Oh, okay. One special uh, team. There's, so you like, gave you, out our
1: special teams, and then yeah. we'll just do two offense. Let's do two offense, two defense now. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I'm cool with fielding. Yeah. Um, defensive, I'm going to go Jermaine Matthews Jr. Just having freshmen yep. pick six, man, like that's like we have someone in the in the shadows pushing. I feel good. I, we have some depth now at corner. I will tell
0: you a cool story about that when you're done. I, I'll tell you a cool That's story it. I'm that. done. I'm ready for the cool story. So – I'm walking up because about six minutes to go in the game, I have to go sh- shut down our one station that i put the chick fil out. So when the workers come up, they can grab their box meal and go. Yeah. As that happened, I'm walking up the steps through Adek, and his mom is just going nuts, just high-fiving everybody. She high-five me. that yeah, good for her. I was proud moment, proud mom moment, you know, seeing her that, you know. So that was gonna be one of my picks for defensive. But my Wait. pick's gonna be Tyreek Williams. Tyreek yeah. Williams was just a monster. He was. Uh, he fell on and scored a touchdown, and he did the little belly dance. So that's my defensive Buckeye leaf. Just
1: yeah, two to, to guys. If they, they score touchdowns, you gotta give them Buckeye leaves. Uh, for the Jermaine Matthews interception, we were w- walking back from the game because like it was a blow at that point. Backups and it, Ohio State covered the over hit. I'm good, because um, we're trying to beat traffic, and we're walking past Midway, and they have the game on outside of Midway, like on the big board. But it was funny because all the bike cops, like, were like watching it, like across the street, and it was like literally like ten of them just like posed up watching it on the big board as it was happening. They were all cheering, so that was cool. Um, offensively, man, it this is a tough one. Um, man, offense is there's a lot of good. Good deserving folks on this one. I'm gonna go chip train him just because he scored his first Ohio State touchdown.
0: Yeah, um, offensively, you know what? I'm gonna give it to the whole offensive line. I love it. Um, just because I think they they showed their potential. Um, and by the way, didn't know this till I looked it up. Kyle McCord's been sacked one time this season. One. Time this season, according to Fox Sports, passing. When was a, it? Indiana. I think it was Indiana. So, um, one time this year, they keep getting better and better.
1: So the whole offensive line gets a Buckeye leaf for me on offense. I love it. Um, Cass uh, picks this week. We went three for three each. Not bad. Not not great. Um, but it, overall, it was an interesting week of college football. I was shocked. Uh, by Tennessee's performance. I did not see that coming against Florida. We, uh, you got the North Carolina pick right, which was really good Good on your end. I got the Colorado State covering pick right, which seemed like a madman pick, but once you watch the game, it wasn't. Um, West Virginia covered for UCAS, minus two and a half. Uh, we both missed on Tennessee. I got Missouri plus four. You had Missouri plus four. You had UNC minus seven point five. That hit. I had Minnesota seven point f- plus seven point five. Uh, you took Colorado. Oh, well, you took Illinois plus fourteen and a half. That did not hit. I had Penn State minus fourteen and a half. So three and three. Um, on the week, both of us, and you were made one game up on me in picks. So we're, we're profitable on the season. I know. Cause it's, we were 500 this week. We were something ridiculous. We were like 70, 80% week one. And then we were 40% last week. So we're pro we're profitable so far. Um, we're in, we're in the positive. Um,
0: yeah. And then my lock of the week hit 41, seven Washington <laughs> over Michigan state. That was my lock of the week I remember
1: yeah my that was my Dan to to, to pick uh, Michigan State plus 16 and a half and oh my god that did not even come close not my best um, but it's fine um, anything else uh, oh AP poll's a joke H- like Brett McMurphy's AP poll is a joke uh, Ohio State ninth? are you kidding me <laughs> oh no they were number 6 no, but on his poll, we're not. Oh, Brett Mc, yeah, Brett McMurphy, yeah. Yeah, come on, come. What are we doing here? What are we doing, sir?
0: Yeah, I, yeah, and then like what I
1: your bias is showing.
0: Like what I don't get is Ohio State looked the best out of the top anybody in the top ten besides Washington. Washington Ohio State
1: looked the best. JJ McCarthy threw three interceptions against bowling green.
0: Who is voting Michigan number one? Like who is literally voting Michigan number one? They have also, looked worse than us.
1: Also, let's let's chill out with the Roman Wilson, is the best wide receiver in the Big Ten takes. That's okay, just absurd. Go-hoo. That's go-hoo. just absurd. Like no one's doubling Roman Wilson. All right. And also. Roman wilson isn 't striking fear in the defenses he 's just he 's just like getting kind of lucky, I think
0: <laughs> yeah, he definitely is oh man it, I, I, the coaches pool were still forth um, actually two two coaches voted ba- on Ohio state one
1: Bama is hot garbage by the way i mean we we knew that I think as of last week, but now it 's confirmed. Barely beating USF. Oh, they're they bad. Western Kentucky blew out USF. That's a good data point for Ohio. It's a real good data point now for Ohio State man, and people don't even realize that. But it, that they won't even care. No, uh,
0: I'm excited for this week. It's going to be beat Notre Dame week. Let's start. Let's start our. Uh, let's start our beat Notre Dame, and we'll find. Every moment since 1995, when, every game that we played this week, posted on our Twitter page, it's officially Beat Notre Dame Week. We'll find a moment
1: this oh, yeah. week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I just got to go back to last year, and we're, we're ready, bro. Um, And I'm hosting the tailgate this weekend. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Cash is going to be there. We're going to have a fire pit. We're going to have food. We're going to have multiple TVs. We're going to have a downstairs theater hopefully set up in time uh we gotta get the sound system in place uh it's gonna be a time i can't wait um but cast anything else before we let our listeners go
0: no uh, go bucks and uh enjoy beat uh notre dame week we gotta watch some notre dame before we do our podcast this And buckeye
1: nfl buckeye players are going off they are. They really are. Um, so, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Uh, get get some sleep because we got a big week ahead of us, and we are going to beat Notre Dame. Go, box. Beat the Irish.